Okay. <laughs> you think that's, that's how we're going to start the podcast with that scream of a movement to the front? Yes. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to episode two of Kills and Chills. Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> so I guess you're going to notice that you can't hear a fan in this episode. Yeah, in this episode, <laughs> you can't hear the fan and you're not going to hear a lot of other things. Probably. Other things, other... Uh, editing mistakes like cutting the case we're gonna cut the case, <laughs> cut the case. <laughs> so yeah but welcome to episode two today we're gonna cover ed gein and the sally house Ooh, spooky. Yeah. but how was your day karen <laughs> um wow that's a loaded question that's what, you that's how today wins. yeah i know it was it was so good and then towards the end it was just so bad it was just so bad it was like, honestly such a good day and then it like, went to shit. <laughs> we had breakfast, and then we ate pho, which we love, and then we had Starbucks, and then our world came crashing down, and I don't know. But I want to complain, though, about Starbucks, how, like, the barista... See, because I go to Starbucks all the time, right? Oh. We, we, we go to Starbucks Lord. all the time, and a barista always holds my hand when I go to Starbucks. Shout out, Andrew. All the time. All the time. She holds my hand, and she's always so warm, and her office is always so cold. So, like, it's a good contrast. But today, when I went, like, the hand, hand was not the, the hand was not warm at all. I have to call corporate. Got to tell them. You have to put in a complaint. I have to put in a fucking formal complaint because I was expecting a warm hand, but she'd been stocking the milk, so her <laughs> fucking hand was, like, freezing. Ugh. Yeah, so. I had to grab my Coke. That's her complaint for the day. That's my complaint. Yeah. Um, I feel like this week has been... Stressful. It was yeah, it was stressful at first. It was very stressful. I feel like work is kind of stressful. Yeah, it is pretty stressful because half of my department was missing, <laughs> meaning one other person. <laughs> meaning I was department. yeah, I was the other person in the department. I was like, oh, that was that was terrible. But I mean, don't do this to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm okay, so sorry. Look, hold on. Okay, so Dan has a coke, right? And last time. <sighs> Last time, she fucking brought a Coke into my bedroom, and she started laughing about whatever the fuck, and the Coke literally spilled all over my bed, and she's like, no, it's fine. She's like, and then when it finally dried, she's like, look, it's dry, and she tapped it, and I was like, oh, you just fucked up my bed sheet. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I always- You should not do I'm that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I did it again. That's why I told you to get something with a cap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I always spill things on people's beds. I don't know what it is. Uh, mm. Like, I just, I just stay fucking spilling shit. Interesting. Spilling wine. Spilling water. Spilling alcohol. Spilling your heart. Sp spilling my heart. No, never. Mm -mm, okay. <laughs> like the weekend, I ain't got no business catching feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> y'all hear that fucking? <laughs> Dan dropped the mic. I dropped the mic. Uh, what else can we talk about? Go on, just hit the mic. Halloween is next week. That's exciting. Halloween is the next week. Halloween is tomorrow. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but we're recording ahead of time. We, we're not going to record the day of fucking Halloween. Well, Halloween. yes, but I wanted to keep the illusion. Oh, fine. Like, okay. <laughs> so Halloween is tomorrow? It sure is. You guys are... I hope you guys are ready for a, a sweet treat. Y'all are in for a fucking... Man, this shit's going to fucking... It's going to slap. It's going to fucking slap. <laughs> We've got... Um, wait, can I say? Yeah. Okay, so instead of doing our, what we have been being the true crime and the paranormal type of thing... We're actually going to do an extravaganza, a spooky extravaganza, and we're going to tell 
paranormal stories of people we know. Yeah. They were so kind as to send us their own stories. Yes. Oh, I guess I also have, like, a crime story. Really? Yeah, there's one crime story, yeah. There's going to be one crime story. Huh? Yeah. So I hope you guys are ready for that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm so excited to tell my story because my shit's weird. I'm... Oh, yeah. Your girl has been through some shit. Yeah, she's been... She's been... Oh, she's going the fuck through she's it. She's going the fuck through it. <laughs> um, But, yeah, anything else? Um, So, I guess we're going to... Cut the cut case. Cut the case. <laughs> we're going to get into it. Uh, um, I think Dan's going to go first. Yeah, I'm going to go first. All right, All right. Let's cut the case, you guys. Bet. Um, All right. Let's get into it. AD said she liked that, so there's that. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. Cut the fucking case. I'm going to cut the case. I'm going to cut the fuck out of this case. <laughs> I'm so fucking ready. Bro, you and I both. But I just want to mention that last week... When I was driving to work, I got cut off <laughs> going into downtown by an espresso bus. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't, I've never seen them around town, so oh, I was very shook. Yesterday, I was driving. And I was behind Dan. I have technical difficulties, you know that. I was behind Dan. And this man was crossing the fucking street. A man from Frank's Pizza was crossing the street. <laughs> this man was doing his job. Not only did Dan almost fucking run him over, but I literally almost rear-ended him. <laughs> I was uh, like, she's a murderer. Coward. A coward. Get back here. I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. You intellectual <laughs> dumbass. But I mean, did we die? No. True. We could have. We could have, but we didn't. We didn't. You're right. Coward. <laughs> All right. I'm going to sip on this Topo Chico. Please sponsor us. I'm going to sip on this Topo Chico while Dan is going to, she's going to read us a bedtime story. Okay. So being so close to Halloween, um, I got to thinking, what's like my favorite scary movie? It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. I love it. I'm wearing a leather-based sweater. She she is. It's so cute. Yeah. We'll put the link up for Amazon. <laughs> yeah. My favorite scary movie is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, I thought I should do an episode about that. Since technically it does have the kills. But let's take it fucking one, one step further and talk about the person who inspired Leatherface, which is Ed Gein. Which is yeah. actually, people really think Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened. Yeah. Like, I know, like... I think every other year, like, oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, I know someone who, like, was in the yeah. case. No, you don't. No, because it never fucking happened. It never fucking happened. You guys, it never fucking happened. The house that's there is a house used for the movie. Yes. It was... Stupid. People are so convinced that it was real. No, it really happened. They're very gullible. Be because my grandpa was, like... My grandpa was there. My grandpa knew <laughs> someone that was in... Oh, that was a reporter that went to that town and she got hung by her back <laughs> on a meat hook. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the inspiration for Leatherface, which is Ed Gein. He was born August 8th, 06. 06 being 1906. Yes. <laughs> uh, he was born in La Crosse, Wisconsin. His family moved to Plainfield uh, soon after his birth, though. And he had a typical um, serial killer childhood. Okay. He had a very, um, his father, you know, had odd, like, farm, like, rural-type jobs, like carpentry, uh, 
tanning. Uh, tanning? But, like tanning like the the leather? Oh. <laughs> our fucking our fucking dad. Wait, is that what it's called? Tanning? I don't know. I've oh, never yeah. heard of this. I thought like he was tanning yeah, people. Yeah, no, no. Ta- yeah, he was a tanner, and I don't know what it is, but like I, I'm think it's like a leather or something to do with cow skin. It's very fitting. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Um, you know, he he just worked odd jobs, uh, but mainly uh, they worked at the family farm. Uh, it was his mother though that was like, is what makes his childhood a typical childhood of a serial killer. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. She was a very, like, domineering person. She was devoutly religious. She was a Jesus person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, you know, she... What? They don't believe in the gay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're a myth. <laughs> um, we're sorry, gay people. <laughs> we love you. Um, but she was, you know... She was definitely, like, the head of the household. Uh, she would always, like, tell her sons, like, women are the fucking devil. They're, they're and gross. And she was a woman herself? Yeah. Wow. Like, they're, obviously, she's a mother. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, oh. She was, uh, you know, very domineering, blah, 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 devoutly religious. And she was always, like, you know, telling her sons about, like, um, women are the fucking devil. I swear to God, you fuck them, you'll... Your dick is gonna fall. She didn't say that. Your dick is gonna. If you, what is it? If you take off your clothes, you're gonna want to touch each other, and you, and you will get pregnant and, and die. die. And then he spelled chlamydia with a K. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, she was like, you know, you'll 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 die. And they're like, okay. Ed was like completely like in love with his mom. He was like, my mom knows best. She, oh my god, she's a fucking saint. He was a mama's boy. Yeah, he was a mama's boy, and. His father died in 1940, and then four years later, his brother died uh, during, I think they were clearing out, like, a, a brush fire or bush fire, uh-huh. whatever the fuck it's called. That that's what they were doing. And then in 1945, his mom had a stroke. Oh. Yeah. And then later that year, she had a second stroke that killed her, and he was, like, devastated. He was, like, heartbroken, boarded up her room. He was just like, no, this like, I feel like it was his first heartbreak, honestly. Aww, that's so sad. Like, he was just so devastated by it. But he was like, now that I have the fucking house myself, I can fuck some shit up. Let's redecorate. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my last email. <laughs> um, from 1947, you know, after his mom passed away, 19, she passed away in 1945. And then from 1947 to 1954, it's. He robbed an estimated 40 graves from three local cemeteries. Fuck. Yeah, and he started his redecoration. Um, he had on, like, a bed, like, a, like posts on the bed. Uh-huh. He had, like, skulls on them. I feel like this is, honestly, it's morbid in there, and it shocked everyone. But this is the type of house you would have. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit I do yeah, like. Yeah, that's the shit you do like, but, like, honestly. you would have, like, obviously, like, the I fake would stuff. Have a fucking field day with that. Actually, you, you would have a field day. You would have realistic props. Yeah. I don't think you would ever have fucking well, skulls. Okay, what? Oh, my God. Okay. I have to go. <laughs> I guess I should insert this in the beginning. Okay. Um, actually, I went to the Wild Collection in the Heights, mm-hmm. and they had the most beautiful real-life skeleton display, <laughs> and it was fucking insane. Not only that, they had, like, carcasses. 
Of like real animals and shit like that. Oh, it's kind of gross. Yeah, no, I kind of want one. I want the snake <laughs> in the jar. They had a they had like a, a boa and a python and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was sick, but whatever. We should go actually. I'm down. Oh hell yeah. You know, you would have a field day in this in this house. Oh hell yeah. But he had that, um, and what? I'll actually get into it because I just want to skim over him real quick because. There's, like, other podcasts, you know, that have covered him, and, like, they did a, a much better job. Yeah, that... like a little overview. Yeah, just a little, just a review. Um, but, fun fact, he is not a serial killer. <laughs> well, no, because he, he robbed things. Yeah, on, like, only- Did he ever kill anyone? He has two confirmed kills. Okay. And, you know, I should have asked you what you knew about Ed Gein before I started- but Which is not a lot. It, oh, it really? Oh. I just know he made belts out of nipples. <laughs> and he had like... So fashionable. Vagina lamps. That's it. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did kill two people. And those are his only two confirmed kills. Those are the only two he also like, you know, confessed to. Uh-huh. On December 8th, 1954, 51-year-old Mary Hogan disappeared from the tavern that she managed. Uh-huh. Uh, it was in Pine Grove. The authorities found, like, a pool of blood, and, like, there's obviously a struggle. Foul play was, you know, immediately, you know, ruled in. Or, ruled in? Ruled on? Ruled. Was immediately brought in. Suspected. I don't know, but they thought something's amiss here. (laughs) That's what they thought. Something, something's not right here. Uh, They found a spent cartridge from a thirty-two caliber pistol, and they, they actually did suspect Ed, but they couldn't link him i guess they, okay. they, they couldn't really they didn't have enough evidence yeah they didn't have enough ed- evidence uh but three years later when you know everything came to light uh a shell casing was found in his house that did match oh. so it he confessed to the crime but it also was like oh he's he's not making this shit up yeah yeah and then on november 16th 1957 58 year old bernice warden disappeared from um her Plainfield Hardware Store, which is the same town he lives in. Uh, similar circumstances, there was blood leading to the back of the store where the park had been park <laughs> where the park had been parked, uh, where the, her truck had been parked. The day before she disappeared, he like mentioned that he needed antifreeze, and when they went to go look at their receipt book, uh, there was a receipt made out to him, and he had purchased the antifreeze. So they went to his house, mm-hmm. and what they found there would inspire. Countless movies, franchises. Yeah, <laughs> like shit. And like, I'm not excited. I know it's fucked up, but it's, it's kind of cool at the same time. Yeah, hey, you know, his little house of horrors. Like inside the shed behind his house, they found her uh, headless body of Bernice Warden. Like he had hung her up and gutted her like a deer. It is also worth mentioning right. that her genitals had been carved out. Yeah, and so they went around the house. Her heart was found in a saucepan on the stove, and the head had been turned into, like, an ornament thing uh, with wine attached to, like, nails, and they were, like, inserted in the ears. And then in a box, they were, like, her organs were in there, and they were just, like, just, like shoved to a corner. Like, I'll just what save these for, for later. For a rainy day. Yeah, for a rainy day. And then uh, they went around, and it said that deputies surveyed Gein's decoration and his costumes, air quotes, uh, counting skins from ten skulls 
in one cardboard drum taking hasty inventory of implements fashioned from human bones. Like, he had bowls made from, like, the skulls. He had... What the fuck else did he have? He had... Those. And then the skulls on the the, the bedposts. Mm-hmm. He had lampshades made from people's skin. Um, he had... What else? The nipple. The nipple yeah, belts. The nipple, belt. the nipple belts. And then he had, like... Ever, like since childhood, he had been very ambiguous about his masculine masculinity, mm-hmm. and it's like almost like by people like psychiatrists and stuff like that that like studied him. Like it's been confirmed that he'd be like on the like on the spectrum of of no of, of transgender. Like he would like oh yeah oh, mm-hmm. because wouldn't he like wear their faces? Or is that like the thing I made up? No, he did. Sometimes he he. I think he had a mask. I'll I'll bring that in a little bit. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But um, he he had like a vest, uh-huh. like a woman vest. Like whenever, like for special occasions, like mm, the full moon looks lovely tonight. Let's go, girls. Like he would put on a vest, and the breast was still attached. And then he had like the genitals of a vagina or labia or whatever the fuck. Like, he would, like, put it on, like, what? and he would just, like, prance around? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> but, like, he would just, like, you know. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. He would put it on. And like, I got my red dress on tonight. <laughs> He was, you know, he was very fashionable, I'm, I guess. I'm in shock right now. That's oh, you didn't know that? No. I didn't know. Um, but, yeah, he would, you know, put the, the vest on, he would pretend, I, I think, to be a, you know, to be a woman. Be a woman. I feel like, the thing <clears throat> is, though, I think he was so obsessed with his mom, <clears throat> that he wanted to be like her. Because, like, the two wo- women that he killed, they were, like, in their 50s, and these were women that reminded him of his mother. Uh, and most of, most of the graves that he robbed were, were of older women that he had known while they were alive, and that had, you know, reminded him of his mother. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there were some organs that were found. Um, I don't know how, like, reliable the coroners were back then, seeing as how, like, it was so easy to get away with murder, but, uh, they, they, like, you know, determined that some of the organs, um, that they were, that were found in, like, all the the other random body parts and all the and the mess of it the body mash. Uh, yeah the body mash mush, mush the bo- mush the yeah body mush. uh that uh some or there was organs there that had been removed from two young women um judge colmar suggested that one likely victim was evelyn hartley and she was abducted from lacrosse where the first victim was from oh. um while he was vi- visiting some relatives and like there had also been a trail of blood, a pool of blood, and a trail. <laughs> um, it was like a slug. Yeah, like a slug. <laughs> a yeah, she just slithered away. <laughs> oh my god. Um, which is similar to how the other two women had been found. Right. Or like the crime scene of, of the two women. But, um, he can, you know, he confessed. And on January 16, 1958, though, the judge found him incompetent to stand trial. And they sent him to Central State Hospital in 
Waupun, Wisconsin. I hope I pronounced that right. What is it? Uh, Waupun, W-A-U-P-U-N. Hold on, let me see. Waupun? Waupun, yeah, I guess. Waupun, yeah. Waupun, Wisconsin. Um, and then a decade, la- a decade later, he was ordered to stand uh, trial. Uh, the proceedings went on... Um, they were held in mid-November 1968. Uh, that same judge, the Judge Col- uh, Golmar, he found him innocent by reason of his insanity, and they sent him back to the hospital. So he never really served time. And like, Ever? no, because he they found him innocent uh, because he was insane. Wow. Like, um, I think they interviewed him, and he was, and they're like, "How do you like it here?" He's like. Oh, the people are great. I love it. What the hell? Yeah, he, he loved it. And, like, the staff said he was, like, a model... Like, prisoner? Uh, yeah, model not prisoner. prisoner not right? model patient, I guess. Oh. Um, you know, he was there for the rest of his life. On July 26, 1984, he passed away from respiratory failure, of all things. He had a kind of a peaceful death, honestly, yeah. compared to other murderers in jail. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but, you know... That that was that was Ed. That was crazy old Ed. I remember like reading about him, and he used to babysit kids for like the townspeople because oh, like he uh like he, he was just weird. They called him Weird Eddie. That's <laughs> odd. That that almost reminds me of um Gacy because mm. he was like a an, uh, an outstanding citizen type of thing. Yeah, and then he was turned creep. out to be a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he was a fucking creep. But like also Gene like he was always weird. He was never like an upstanding citizen. Yeah, he was just odd. He was just a little odd. Yeah, and people are just like, "Oh, that's, he's just like that." I feel like if we lived in a small town, I would be that person. Yeah, oh, you'd be just weird Ken. <laughs> just weird Ken. Oh, um, she's a little odd. She has yeah. the devil on her bag. Yeah. <laughs> But he used to babysit the kids, you know. He did odd jobs around the town. Yeah. People thought he was harmless. Little did they know. Little did they know. His brother died in, in you know, in that fire, but uh, him and his brother got separated, and he went, you know, asked for help. He called the police to come help him look for his brother. Did we go over this earlier? No, but I said, I mentioned that he died. But oh, okay, okay. If, But I wanted to bring this up I later. Confused. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wanted to bring this up later because, like, after the people, you know, it's like, hmm, weird Eddie, his brother's, his brother's dead. Mm. Uh, seems kind of sus, but yeah, I don't know. Kind of weird. So these, uh, like, you know, these people's detective work were just so, it was so easy to go away with murder back then. But, like, it was it confirmed that he did kill his brother or no? It, it's speculated because. That's my conspiracy, allegedly. Allegedly, because he, they got separated. He went to the police to get help to find him, and then... He, like, immediately led them to his body. And, like, it, the coroners were like, it doesn't seem like he died from fire wounds. He, like, he has, like, this bump on his head. Like, he was hit over the head with something. And after that, after he passed away, it was just Ed and his mom for, you know, up until she died. Yeah. So it's, and at the time, his brother had been, like, bad-mouthing her. And they were getting in arguments and stuff like that oh, over over his mom. He's like, man, mom's a, she doesn't get me. <laughs> mom doesn't get me, bro. Mom's such a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, hey, don't say that, man. Say She's that a nice her. lady. She's a nice lady. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and so, like, it's speculated that that's why he killed him. Weird. Because, <laughs> like, after that, it was just him and his mom. And, like, that was Ed's perfect, like, 
That was perfect, you know, scenario. It's weird. Best case scenario. You know what I was thinking hmm. while you were talking? I didn't want to interrupt you. No. And I wrote it down. And I was like, do you feel like Jeepers Creepers, the movie, was inspired by Ed Gein with the, the Sistine Chapel of Bodies? Um. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And he would make those weird little things. Yeah, he would make trinkets out of his... His victims. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that... Because... Okay, because... See, the thing is about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it was that... Stuff like that, where, like, it was inspired by uh, Ed Gein. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Cool. Okay, but now let's talk about... The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, our favorite movie. Yes. So, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre was released in 1974. So, that's just a few years. No, that's like 20? Yeah, 20 is like about 20-ish years after his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just about. Uh, A fun fact. (laughs) Uh, Toby Hooper, you know, the guy that, you know, came up with The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he actually reduced the gore in hopes of getting a PG rating. Uh, in, what, in what, yeah, in what alternate universe was fucking the Texas Chainsaw Massacre PG. rated PG? But yeah, he had basically already developed a a story about isolation and the woods and the darkness. He just needed like you know to really cement that story. Yeah, and um, one time when he was at a at a warehouse, or not warehouse. I'm sorry, hardware store. Uh, he was, like, it was busy, and he was waiting in line, and he looked up, like, the power tools, and, like, there was a chainsaw, and he was, like, wow, I wonder if I could just, like, grab a chainsaw to, like, speed things up. And he was, like, oh, what about some guy that uses a chainsaw? And, like, that's how, like, the Texas Chainsaw, uh, chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm not, I haven't even, like, I have not been drinking, but. I'm ready to restart that one. Yeah. Uh, and that's how, like, you know. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre became became a concept to him. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. But obviously, like, Leatherface is inspired by him. Uh, there's, like, a scene in the movie, the original. Obviously, the original. Um, where, you know, after he's done terrorizing and they're at the dinner table with, the you know, the victims, he starts serving dinner, but he's dressed as a woman. That's, oh. mm, that's it. Um, what else? I forget which movie this is. Obviously, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I forget yeah. which one. It's the one with uh, Renee Zellweger. Oh, the 90-something? Yeah, I remember I watched it one time, like... Wasn't it? During Thanksgiving. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> with my cousin. But, yeah, it was uh, that one with uh, him and... Or her and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah. You know how he's, like, kind of, like... Ah, he's kind of girly in that movie. Yeah. He's kind of feminine. Ed, that's Ed. Oh, mm-hmm. I did not know that. That's Ed. And then, like, there's other elements, like, uh, using the body parts, eating the people. Right. That, that's Ed. That's Ed. And then there's, like, you know, movie, like, like, Psycho, like, Norman Bates being obsessed with his mom. That's Ed. Um, Sons of the Lambs. The fucking serial killer dressed, or wanting to be a woman. That's Ed. Take the lotion. Yeah. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's Ed. He, like, he's like inspired a lot of, the, you know, our pop culture and stuff. And I feel like in a really big way. And I just want to... Actually, 
Is there other fucking... Is there other serial killer Or not serial killers, but horror movie icons that, like, use power tools? It's just him, right? I think it's just him. Everyone else kind of... Has a knife. Yeah. Freddy has his hands. <laughs> his own knives. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, he's the only guy that's, like, woke um, with the times, I guess. Power tools. With power tools. <laughs> yes, he... he He's like, why work harder when you can work smarter? Yeah, literally. <laughs> but that is basically my my case, my cutting the case of Ed Gein. Yeah, that was interesting. I didn't, I I knew I didn't know a lot about it, uh-huh. but I also didn't know I didn't know a lot about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that was interesting. Yes. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Thank you. Yes. I tried a little. A little. A little. That's fine. <laughs> and now she has a Coke with a cap on it. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're going to cut my case. Um, I'm going to be talking about the Sally House. Have you ever heard of it? I No. I, ever? I'm, ever. Never in my life. Really? Yes. Interesting. Okay. So, basically, when I was a kid, this goes back to fucking Mothman. Oh. There was this one show, and I don't remember what it was called, but it was on, like, ABC Family before it became Freeform. Oh. And it was like called Scariest Places on Earth or some shit like that. And they did an episode on the Sally House. And when they were in there, um, they were talking to the owners, which I'm going to get into it. But he got scratched. Ugh. Like, like on there. Like in real time, I guess. And he had like these, these scratches like down his back. Like claw marks. And I thought that was the sickest shit ever. And I was like, oh, I love this. Oh, that's ugly. Yeah, it was insane. So, let's get into it. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I looked at you like that. I'm sorry. Okay, so. It was so, like an infomercial. I loved it. Yes. yes. But wait, there's more. Okay, so, what is the Sally House? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, reportedly, allegedly, it's one of the most haunted houses in not only Kansas, where it stands, but in the country, in the United States. Oh. It is the most haunted. Allegedly. Allegedly. Zach Bagan said so, so I believe him. Um, I don't know. I've never heard about it, so. <laughs> oh. Okay. Anyway. Um, the home was built in the mid-1800s in Atchison. I hope I'm saying that okay. Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, the name Sally comes from... See, this is a thing. But um, there's different versions of the same story of how the name... How the house got the name. Um, the one that I found on the actual Sally website, it has a website. Oh, the Sally House okay. has a website. Was that there was a little girl who lived in the house at one point. She had some sort of botched appendicitis surgery. She fucking died Ooh. and then became a spirit, I guess. Oh, as you do, of course. As you do, yeah. So, but I also, I was watching BuzzFeed Unsolved, which is, of course, a credible source. <laughs> And they were saying that there was an African-American woman who was named Sally, but she was actually, like, in her 40s. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and I thought that was kind of odd. But, anywho. Origins? There's different origin there's stories? There's different oranges. Oranges. <laughs> oranges. <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's different versions of it. And I don't know which is which, because obviously I wasn't fucking alive yeah. in the 1800s. I was. Or was I? <laughs> oh, did. I'm a fourth switch. <laughs> a um, fourth switch. 
So basically, the house, I keep saying so basically, I'm so sorry. It's okay. So basically, uh, but the house itself came to be known in the 90s. That's when it became like a thing. Mm -hmm. It was a household name. Clearly not because you've never heard of this. But the owners at the time, Tony and Deborah Pickman, began to see things in the house. And their claims became very well known Mm -hmm. because of the weird shit that was happening. Um, they claimed they heard disembodied voices and random fires caused by nothing. Like, shit oh. would randomly catch on fire and put itself Spontaneous out. Spontaneous combustion? Of the house. Fuck. Yeah. Can you um, imagine just something catching on fire and then it's like, oh, no, it's gone now. Yeah, it'll okay. put itself out. It'll put itself out. Um, the strange events started pretty much almost as soon as they moved in. There was a bunch of weird shit. Lights dimmed on their own when there was literally not a dimmer in the house. They just dimmed. Which is kind of creepy, actually. That's kind of creepy. It's like the demon's trying to get a little jiggy with you. Oh, that's gross. He's like, hey, girl. Oh, no. <laughs> I've seen Rosemary's Baby. I don't No, I don't play with that. My baby. <laughs> so, um, uh, the, the weird events got weirder when the pigments brought home their newborn baby. <laughs> But it gets weirder. <laughs> yeah, it gets weirder. So the baby was constantly woken up at night, and the pigments said it was... Like a regular baby? No, they <laughs> said as if someone was playing with him. Oh. Like, he would be making little noises or being like, you know, like, how babies yeah. try to talk to They're you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the couple attributed this to the baby being a newborn, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, babies fucking yeah. wake up every five seconds. Uh, but they would find out that it was something much more sinister later on in fact deborah had been speaking to a neighbor who asked her if there was a reason why she had the light on at night from the nursery Uh. and she was like well i don't know what you're talking about Mm. and he said that the light would be on all night ew Mm -hmm. when she was like certain that she had turned that light off because obviously you're not gonna let your baby sleep with the light on Uh uh-huh I would, because I'm afraid of the dark. But. I don't want to sound crazy or anything, but this kind of reminds me of fucking Supernatural. <laughs> what the fuck? Have you ever seen Supernatural? No. Oh, dead. Okay, well, like, the story basically kicks off, because, like, the mom wakes up, and she goes to the baby's room to check on him, and she sees a guy, and she assumes it's her husband. She's like, oh, you're putting him to bed, okay. And she goes downstairs, and the husband is downstairs asleep, so she runs back. It's a demon. And she gets fucking stuck to the ceiling and set on fire. What the hell? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to watch that. You, oh, that sounds ugly. That sounds real ugly. So, um, because the neighbor pointed this out, Deborah was like, what the fuck? You know, this shit shouldn't be happening and it's weird. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was happening. <laughs> uh, another odd occurrence. <laughs> yeah, another odd occurrence was that at night, the teddy bears... In the nursery had all been perfectly placed on the floor in the middle of the room with their backs turned to each other in a fucking cult circle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, they recreated this in Ghost Adventures, mm-hmm. and one of the bears fucking moved, and that shit creeped me out. Oh. Like, all of a sudden, I just moved back. They also did this on BuzzFeed and Solved, but again, credible source. I'm dead. Um, I'm dead. At first, they thought someone must have been playing a prank on them. Mm-hmm. 
but they were able to debunk that because how do you like oh yeah someone's probably just breaking into our house because at the time deborah's sister was there oh and they're like oh you're fucking with me and she was like no i'm fucking not Mm -hmm. i think someone came home they saw that they ran the fuck out because they're like what the hell is that (laughs) and then they went back and sure enough they were all fucking put together and when they would move them back into the room like where they went Mm -hmm. they're just right back yeah so the teddy bears were haunted and then tony had actually seen sally at one point and this is where there's like oh man let me actually let me look it up because you need to see this. It's fucking weird. Oh, okay. Let me show you. Cool. Wait, can you sing? No. no. <laughs> I just know how to make noises. And Dan, I want you to know that he can sing. Yeah, I felt like such a liar. You a weight was lifted off my shoulders the second I said it. Yeah, I was like, Dan, I actually can't fucking sing. <laughs> so I looked, I found the picture. The, Tony had gone downstairs mm-hmm. to, I guess he was getting a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know what they did in the 90s. I was only like three. 90s? Oh, he was getting fucking vodka, of course. Sick. So, <laughs> he was at the fridge. He said he turned and he saw what looked like a little girl. He drew up a sketch and then, and at first they're like, oh, that's harmless. It's a little fucking girl. And as soon as this happened, he went upstairs to his wife and he's like, Bruh, I just saw the sickest <laughs> shit downstairs. Um, and he, she encouraged him to sketch it out. And I'm going to show you the picture. That's what he saw. Oh. That's the that, literal sketch. Yeah, that doesn't look that bad, but why do I have a feeling it's going to get bad? Yeah, it's, it's like super cute. BuzzFeed and Solved used the stupidest picture. That's like not even a name. <laughs> That's not even close. He had drawn up the sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, they figured it was harmless. It was a little a cute little girl. They invited her in essentially ew don't do that what they did is she's not paying rent she's not (laughs) but deborah started like buying her her own little toys and being like you know this is for you they didn't think it was anything harmful Mm -hmm. and at the time it's the fucking 90s you know what i mean like you don't know any better i used to actually i'll get into that some other time oh but i want to know now okay when i was a kid um, I'm an only child, so my mom would work all the fucking time. So I would literally be at our apartment and be like, "If there are any ghosts here, oh, that's and ugly." I would conjure the ghosts, but no one ever came. <laughs> that's so ugly, Karen. I can't I believe just, you did that. I just wanted a friend. I don't think I was an only child for a while. I don't think I would have ever done that. Yeah, I would well, have been. I watched a lot of paranormal stuff. <laughs> I would have been too scared. I was like, I know better. I was like, I want to die. <laughs> um, coward, coward. Uh, okay. Okay, so yeah, I'm saying they had brought her. They let her yeah. come in. They started buying her her own little toys, all of that, and Deborah really catered to Sally, oh. quote unquote. But soon enough, shit started going downhill because something was attacking Tony, <gasps> and he was constantly getting scratched. He was getting beaten. He was. Being literally terrorized by Sally, something. Sally was like, I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you coward. Oh, God. Um, but he was getting brutalized yeah. by this creature. And she's just like, and Deborah's like, well, I mean, it's Sally, you know? And I think at one point, he said he couldn't feel a single happy thought while living in that house. 
Wow. He went even went on to say that he wanted to strangle Deborah. <gasps> he literally wanted to just fucking kill her because it was fuck. It was beating negativity. Off him. Yeah. Oh God. Eventually, they did move out of the house, and the new tenants have come and gone. But a lot of them claim to have paranormal experiences, mm. and I believe the house is vacant now. Oh. I don't oh, think anyone wants to live there. Mm-hmm. It's actually like millions. Really? It's in the fucking millions. I looked it up on Zillow. I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think. You're like, Mom. Mom, this is the house that I want. So the house is pretty famous because it's one of the most well documented cases in the 90s. Mm, okay. Um, a lot of paranormal shows have been investigated and encountered weird things. Like I said, the Ghost Adventures episode had that really weird shit, and Zach mm-hmm. Bagans was like, the demon is here. <laughs> uh, which, obviously, he could have dr- dramatized that, but dramatized? Dramatized. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. He could have made it more dramatic as he does. The people know what you mean. Yeah. But, I mean, I I believe it. Oh, just... Yeah, that's creepy. That's kind of creepy. That's... Oh, that's ugly. I feel like... I was listening to uh, one of my favorite podcasts, and that's why we drink. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the episode of Annabelle, mm-hmm. and they were saying how she came in as this raggedy Ann doll, and she was like really, really cute. Mm-hmm. But and because of that, the people were like, "Oh hell yeah! Like it's okay, you can stay here mm-hmm. if you're comfortable with us." And they let it in, and it was a fucking uh, demon. It's a demon, and I will not oh, have her as my president. <laughs> and like that's kind of what this reminds me of like Sally yeah was, do you like, think she was the ghost or was she a demon though no she was a demon and it's often said that demons will emulate children imitate I- yeah, yeah imitate. Yeah. it's often said demons imitate children mm-hmm. in order to gain your trust yeah so they can well that's great because I don't even I don't trust kids I mean I don't trust kids yeah I don't even like kids so I'm definitely not letting you in but yeah that is basically my little rundown of the Sally house it's a weird place I heard you can tour it oh I would love to go I would absolutely love to since I've always been interested in you that have house. two more weeks of vacation time so might as well <laughs> they can be like I'm sorry me and Ken we have to take our vacation time at the exact same time but yeah if you guys enjoyed it please stick around we we would really appreciate that yeah wherever you're listening to this go ahead and leave us a review so more people can find us in our yeah and our dumb ramblings exactly so yeah um we hope you like this and please stay tuned thank you Bye. bye